To the Shays Lounge. Oh, I actually said it first. Yeah. Oh my god. You actually introduced the show before we carried on for ten minutes and went. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Shays Lounge. This is Cricket. This is Vaughn. We actually have structure this week. We have no, we, sat down. We, and... we don't have structure, but we've actually got stuff to talk about this week. Okay, so it's not, not just... like structure, but it's subjects. We're not completely shooting from the hip this week. That's good, and I'm also not impaired yet. But you're on your fourth beer. After I already had finished off my bottle of wine. Now, I... Okay, so bottle of wine, fourth beer. Um, I'm about to start getting impaired, so this should get a whole lot of fun um, oh, as we go. this shit's already hit. <laughs> uh, we've got a brisket that's out in the smoker, and it is falling apart. Yeah. Just calling my name. Well, you, you bought me that, that new smoker last weekend. Yeah. And we got a big, big-sized brisket, more than what we could eat. So I had the butcher guy cut it in half, and we did half of it last week. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, this smoker, we have to figure out how it works best. Because it's a lot bigger, it's a lot fancier than the one I had before. Bluetooth. So I was was like, okay, we're going to do the low and slow. So that's what we did last week was low and and slow. And it turned out okay. Wasn't awesome. Wasn't awesome. This one I did high, heat, fast, a lot of smoke. Blazing just. And I went out there to check it about a little about 20 minutes ago. And I brought it inside to cut a piece of it, and it was just... Like it fell apart. It was like falling apart, like a oh. roast out of a crock pot, man. Oh, so so I got it back in there for like another... Well, while we're doing the show... It's going to be in there while we're doing the show. Put some barbecue sauce on the outside of it so it cooks into the meat, oh, too. Yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. We use a little bit of brown sugar, a little bit of a proprietary spice blend that we put oh, yeah. in there. We know how to season some meat. Yes, we put Ooh, some doggy. stuff on there. It's going to be good. Oh, yeah. So, we have some subjects to talk about this week, aside from getting impaired and aside from our stuff. We want to kind of stay close to the mic this week, because I noticed yeah. last week we were a little far away, and so it was a little hard to hear. I do want to start off by saying happy birthday. Uh, my oldest son... Alex. Alex turned 20 today. So old. Oh. How old does that make you? I will be 45 this summer. And I will be 41 in April. We getting on up there. <laughs> you know, getting old, we've had that conversation a lot. Yeah. But, you know, when I was talking to my son about it the other day, I was like, you know, for somebody who's about to be just five years shy of 50, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm just five years away from 50. Well, I was having this conversation the other day. You know, I'm gonna I'm forty this year. I'm gonna be forty one in a couple of months. And to me, being forty one means that mentally you're still twenty five. Yeah. You're still thinking like a twenty five year old. But physically, hang on, physically, you can't turn your head to the left without tweaking something. So you're twenty five mentally, you can't figure out why twenty five year olds don't want to hang out with you because you're practically their grandma. Right? Right. But you have all these physical problems <laughs> that are starting to manifest themselves. You Like, I can't even get out of bed in the mornings without something hurting. Yeah. Just because I'm at that age now that if you sleep wrong, you hurt for the rest of the day. Well, that's like my buddy Donald. I mean, you know, he and I were became pretty good friends. 
And it kind of freaked his dad, his mom out that we were friends mm-hmm. because I'm only a year younger than his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we were we were talking the the Keep talking for a second. My beer ran out. Got to go get another one. Got to go get another. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about work for a second because it it freaks me out a little bit because I'm literally the oldest person I know out of all of the branches in our entire East Texas area. Because the place that I work hires people directly out of college. I'm not directly out of college. I'm 20 years removed from college. I am literally old enough to be these people's mother when they're coming into this job. I am old enough to be their mother. My boss, I'm old enough to be his mother. Yeah. uh, No, not my... Okay, so my immediate supervisor is 29 this year. He's going to be 30 this year. His boss... Is about the same age. That's that freaks me out. That's not okay. You know that that's no. <laughs> These children should not be telling me what to do. <laughs> but you know that's what happens sometimes. Believe it or not, I actually like my job. I actually like where I work, and I like who I work for. I've actually I'm actually in a really good environment now. My boss supports me. My boss. What's the word I'm looking for? Not guides, because it's not that kind of relationship. He knows more about the business than I do. Mm-hmm. He, he's a really good teacher about the business. Right. And I like that. And, and he imparts that knowledge to me without being condescending about it. Yeah. Well, that, nice. that's just like the, the boss I have where I'm at. He's in his 20s. Yeah. You know, um, he's a disabled vet. You wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. But his disability has to do with his eyes. Something happened with his eyes to the point where he has to... Now, he, he doesn't get disability. He still works. Right. But he had to leave military. Leave the military, yeah. Because you can't, you can't serve and when you get that. And he's got, like, he's got some kind of drops he has to put in his eyes like every day. Mm-hmm. Or they like close mm-hmm. up on him. Now, I know... Um, and well, where I was going with oh, that... Yeah, yeah go ahead. Out. I'm sorry. You know, but, you know he's, he's a lot younger... And yeah, he's my boss, but he, he's not one of those that got into that position and automatically assumed... That he knows everything. That he knows everything. Yeah. You know, because like there's a lot of the lows that we do, and I appreciate that about him and the guy that does our dispatching, y'all, a really young kid, mm-hmm. like 21, 22, maybe, mm-hmm. he asks a lot of questions. And, and just a little bit like... Better than the last one you had. Yeah, because like, you know, because there's some places that we go, you know, if we've got six people working that night, you can send every one of us out there and it wouldn't matter a shit bit of difference. But there's some, if you send one, you don't send another one until that one's out. Because if you meet the road, on the road... You're, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, and he's always asking about that. I mean, and he's only been doing that job for a few months. And the guy's place that he took... Had been doing it for five, six years. Mm-hmm. And I even told him the other day, I feel like he's doing it better. Mm-hmm. Because he's doing a good job of making sure the the loads are spaced out accordingly. Mm-hmm. Evenly amongst everybody. And evenly as in number of miles versus number of amount of tonnage you can get. Right. Because, you know, some... Loads are longer, some are shorter, some are short, but you don't want to do it because the place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and they're starting to learn those. And so, 
I think they're doing a good job. It's making the job a lot better and a lot easier. Yeah. But I, what I like the most about the job is just it really is a very laid back job. And that's good. I mean, you have needed one after some of the crap yeah. you've put up with in your in your job yeah. history. But this thing is like you know we're required to do five loads a night. But if something happens and you're just not feeling that good, or you're just like overly tired, they're like, dude, I, I'm going home. Well, and and, and and they and they won't. They're like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Because if you're if you're tired, you're not feeling well. You don't need to be behind the wheel of a truck. Not yeah, not a big. That's rig. how they look at it. And that's you know, how everybody should look at right. it. Right. And but even if you get five short loads and you're done quick, you can go home and they won't say anything. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like. Dude, I'm feeling good. I got my five. Let me keep going. Give me whatever thing you got. Like that day you got 10? The day I got 10. And they're like, what? Are you going to stop anytime soon? I was like, not until I run out of hours. Let's go. Give me another load. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and they were like freaking out because I did 10 loads in one night. But I was feeling good. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to ride that horse till she bucks me, you know? Well, but it didn't happen very often. It's good that you have that kind of self awareness that, hey, I'm not feeling great or, hey, I don't need to be behind the wheel of a truck that could literally run over somebody in their car. Yeah. And kill them. Uh, it's it's the same type of you know awareness, self awareness that you need to have when you're on a motorcycle. Yeah, you don't need to get on a motorcycle if you're even slightly impaired, because well, there's a if you have a wreck, you, there's a ninety percent chance you'll die from it. You well, know, and that's one thing I was really worried about when we got you your first motorcycle. Because mm. I'm an airhead, I, I gained <laughs> a lot more confidence in you with that motorcycle. The first time when I was like, you're not taking your bike today? Because it was beautiful outside and you were just like, no. I'm like, why is something wrong with it? And you said, no, I'm I'm just not in the right headspace to be on a motorcycle today. Mm -hmm. And from that moment, I was more comfortable with you being on that motorcycle than I ever had been before that. Yeah. Well, you need to be able to say that to yourself. you got to be responsible for it or you You, don't need one. You've got to be responsible for it because... With a motorcycle, you can, I, I mean, the risk that you're taking getting out on the road. Now, it, it's, you need to be, you need to do the same thing when you're in a car because a car can kill somebody and you can, you can die in a car, but it, the risk is so much higher on a motorcycle. Well, if you're on a motorcycle too and you hit someone else. They're it, probably not going to feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you may dent their car, but you slam in the back of somebody, but they're just going to be like. What was that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, and meanwhile, you're you're dead on the pavement. Yeah, and and you know that anyway. No, I don't want to talk about motorcycle wrecks. <laughs> yeah, we got we've got a lot to talk about. You've got like a whole page and a half of stuff, and I've got like a bunch of stuff to talk about. And well, let's just I, I, dive in. Okay, I, I got to talk about this. Uh, the Christmas thing. The Christmas thing. I know it's a little later than Christmas, but. I was reading a thing about a Santa Claus in Wisconsin this last year, a mall Santa. Uh, him and his elves <laughs> pummeled a dude unconscious and put him in a hospital. Uh huh. Which normally you don't want your Santa to do. Right. But the reason it is, it said that a little girl came up to him and he said, well, what do you want for Christmas this year? And this young girl told the Santa, and to where the Santa could hear and the elves could hear, that were there with him. He had four elves. Mm -hmm. Said, I want my stepdad to stop molesting me. Mm -hmm. They said the Santa just picked a little girl up and sat her down. 
stood her back, you know, off his lap. He said the Santa didn't say anything. The elves didn't say anything. They all just walked up to the guy. The Santa grabbed the dude in the, by the head and headbutted him and knocked him down. And the elves beat the shit out of this dude. And they said that the Santa was like, as he was on top of him, pummeling the crap out of him. They said he was yelling, ho, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> but that's why, I mean, this kudos to him. I'm sure he lost his job, but he left a hero. He left a hero, man. That, that's 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 a Santa I would hire any point in time, man. You know, you should have an instant get out of jail free card if you beat up a Nazi or a pedophile. Instant get out of jail free card. Now, granted, yes, the Santa was arrested mm-hmm. because there. The, I, the guy had been convicted I, I know, for doing it. Right. Was, I, and I know there's cases where it. a kid maybe be pissed off because the dad didn't buy him or her the PlayStation or Xbox that he wanted, so he's trying to get him in trouble. Right, yeah. So, But once it come find out that, yes, this guy was molesting him mm-hmm. or her, absolutely, elf, Santa, back to the North Pole you go. You're fine. Toodles. <laughs> go. It's kind of like, kind of like the Doctor Evil situation where they left the door open. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he just kind of pushes on the door. And I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when these guys were in the jail cell. They just kind of accidentally left it open and they just walked out. Oh down. yeah. <laughs> well, those are the guys too that. Oh my gosh! I can't believe we accidentally let him out with the general population when everybody knew he was a he was a child molester. Yeah. Oh darn. Dang it. <laughs> because you know, and and we've talked about this before, and and I think you've backed me up on this. There's a hierarchy in prison of what you've done versus how much clout you have. Like, obviously, you know, you, you know, cop killers are like highest top top of the chain, whatever, and child molesters and, and woman beaters are down at the bottom. And they have to separate pedophiles from the rest of the general population because otherwise the general population Those are usually on a separate wing. Because they have to be because otherwise they'll be murdered. But... They try not to do that as much because then everybody knows that they're yeah who those guys are. I, I mean, I get that, but but where I was going with this is, I would be willing to bet a lot, a lot of money that the reason that abusers and child molesters are so poorly regarded in prison is because. All of those guys that are in prison right now watch their moms and their sisters get abused. Probably. Or they were abused themselves. Yeah. And and they're taking out all of that on these men who have done it to other innocent people. Yeah, they can't get the one that hurt them mentally. So they're so getting they're getting somebody else. Yeah. And they won't just beat the crap out They'll of them. They'll kill them. Well, they will sexually assault that one before. Yeah. Well, it, it's not pretty for those guys in prison, and, and I'm not sure that it should be. No. But, yeah, that's... that's some prison prison reform is a whole other subject that I want to talk about in some later one. I don't want to talk about it now. But <laughs> that is that's like a whole... One podcast we're going to devote to prison. Cricket's prison reform. <laughs> All about prison time. And when we're going to talk about... Um, I love still guard, telling people that yeah, telling I'll stories. go back to prison. <laughs> They don't have to know you were a guard. <laughs> I was there for almost two years. Yeah. 
was in the joint. And they were pissed that I want to quit. Yeah, you told me that. Because I didn't know that they were already putting me up for sergeant, and you have to be there for a minimum of two years. And I would quit about three months short. And they were already doing the paperwork because they were going to, like the day they said that we were going to promote me to sergeant. That stinks. Well, sergeant still don't pay worth a shit. But. Yeah, well, uh, the pay wasn't worth it because you were driving an hour every night to get there. And, yeah. you know, it just wasn't paying enough to keep food on the table. I mean, I get that. It was rough. I get that. But, you know, it was... I think you liked that job. Oh, I really did like the job itself. Your sister doesn't think you liked that job. She told me. She said, oh, he hated that job. I hated driving to that job. Um, I, I Kind of sometimes I liked it, sometimes I didn't. The whole four days on and four days off. Because you know, when you're four days on, is, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you know. But when you get that, when you get off on Thursday and you're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it's kind of nice. Kind of nice, yeah. You know, so. But what, see, the the hour drive, I'm sure for you kind of sucked because, I mean, you get used to it or you don't. I've got an hour drive. I have a two hour commute every day. Yeah. Hour there, hour back. I have not gotten tired of it yet. And I'm sure that that's coming. Well, but it made it tough, too, because I, to. I was working 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., too. That probably changes things, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and I had to be there by 5.30, so I had to leave the house at 4.30. Mm-hmm. And then what made it tough is that then I would get home at 7. And then my kids at the time were so young, I couldn't take them to the... They were in like a parents' day out daycare shit mm-hmm. that their mother wanted them in. And I couldn't take them there until 9.30. So you had to stay up. Until 9.30, and they had to be picked up by 2.30. Yeah. So not only were you not getting to be to sleep when you first got home, um, I remember these stories. She was expecting you to do, like, house cleaning and cooking and stuff while you were at the house. Because you're there during the day. Yeah. And uh, it was expecting you to basically have a full day while you were at the house because you're there during the day. Right. You shouldn't be sleeping. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah, I know. The, the listeners can't see the air quotes, but you can see the air I quotes. I can see the air quotes. <laughs> Guys, she was not nice to him. That's why I have him now. <laughs> and 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 let me let me put a disclaimer on that. The reason I know that she was not nice to him is not because of the stories that Vaughn told me, because that's all one-sided and he could be lying to me. So I never took him seriously when he told me these stories. I'm sorry. I just I never did. Understandable. It's one-sided. But I had one of her friends friend me on Facebook and then start talking to me about how badly his ex-wife treated him. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, oh, so I guess the stories are true. (laughs) But she told me she was shocked it took as long for you to leave her as it did. She was absolutely Well, I do shocked. know that every time I've ever seen anybody that have gotten a divorce or anything like that, you always hear, man, I'm hard. I hate to hear that. Wish I could work something out. You know, it sucks because I've got the kids or whatever. 
Nobody, nobody said that during this divorce. Everybody was like, yep, we totally get it. Oh, my cousin's wife? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Boy, that she, was funny. She gave me an earful. That was funny. <laughs> well, now that you're not with her, let me tell you what I think. And man, she went off and I was just like, holy crap. And then the first time I ever went over to their house and we played spades <laughs> and her husband called me by your ex-wife's name. <laughs> and he looked at me and I've never seen that, that dude's eyes that big. And all he was doing was just shaking his head like, no, real, real soft, like, like, please don't say nothing. Because <laughs> y'all two didn't hear it. No, I didn't hear being called by the ex-wife's name. <laughs> but I heard it the second time he did it. And then he looked up again. He's like, mm. That was so, oh my God, so funny. And when I figured out, because I never got offended. I mean, they, you guys were married for almost seven years. And so, of course, they knew her. Of course... She, and she's always going to be a part of your life. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear that. But, but she's always going to be there, at least until the kids are out of the house. And even then, after that, because you guys are still connected through the kids. I was never jealous of that. I was never, like, I didn't care. Because you're not with her. You're with me. So why would I care what she's over here doing? Yep, yep. So uh, that was that was just the way that I looked at it. It, it worked for me. So, you know, some people that doesn't work for because they're a little more jealous than I am. But I really don't care. I'm just glad I'm that that chapter of my life is over. Me too, because now you and I have been married longer than twice as long. <laughs> twice as long. Twice as long <laughs> as just recently hit 14 years. Just recently hit 14. Yeah. Yep. January the 20th. Inauguration day, baby! Yep. It was a good year, Tater. This is still shaping up to be a weird year, though. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, here's some weirdness. Um, before we get into politics, I wanted to ask you something. We've talked about um, transgender stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we haven't really jumped into transgender athletes competing against their gender. You know, like, women who were biologically male competing against other women. Right. right. There's big uproar about that. Okay, so there is a woman named Castor Semenya. She was born female. She is female. She is cis. C-I-S, uh, cis. That's the opposite of trans. So she was born female. She exists as a female. She competes as a female. She naturally has a higher testosterone level than all the women around her. She was just born that way. Just naturally pumping out more hormones. She blows those other women around her out of the water. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, she's a gold medalist many times over. All right? The world athletics has been told that they can bar her from Olympic events unless she lowers her natural testosterone level to the level of a quote-unquote normal woman. Okay. Do you agree with that? And if not, why? I mean, if... Why or why not? Why should you... To me, that's kind of like natural ability. Kind of like Michael Phelps' big giant fish feet. Yeah, I mean, why? That was like saying, oh, well, Michael Phelps, you can't do it because your feet are too big and you're too tall. You don't have to swim as far as everybody else to reach the end. 
You know, it's like, oh, well, guy, you know, you can't have basketball players over seven foot because that's just not fair. Yeah. It's just a natural. It's natural ability. Natural ability. I don't think you should hinder someone because of natural ability. I mean, I I dealt with that. Mm -hmm. I had a parent of a kid that I played against that didn't think it was fair because I pitched too many games. Because they knew that if we were going to win in that summer league, that every, every time I pitched, we won. Mm-hmm. And they said it wasn't fair that I was always pitching. I pitched too much. Didn't give the other kids a chance to win. Yeah. And cutting our coach was like, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> if he was on your team, you'd want him pitching every game. Right. And so that's kind of like, how, that's what had happened to me in high school. I mean, during like once we got into the district games, we played like Tuesdays and Fridays or something like that. Mm-hmm. I started every Friday... And I went in relief every Tuesday. Yeah. Every single week. There was only one game my senior year during district that I didn't play in. And there was actually... No, there was one... No, I did pitch in every one of them, I think. Except for... Yeah, one I wasn't going to but because we were like just beating the crap out of this team. But it was starting to rain. And we had to get through five innings because we had a 10-run rule on them. Mm-hmm. But we had to get through that fifth inning. And we were up by like 15. Well, that last inning started coming in, and coach was like, hey, go get warm just in case, because if this gets close, we're shutting this crap down. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, fine. So I go out there, and I'm getting warmed up, and next thing I know, it's that 15 run lead is down to 11. Yeah. And coach's like, hurry up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fine. So I, I was pushing, 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 getting ready. He said, as soon as you're ready, you let me know because you're going in. And when I went in, they had bases loaded, no outs, and we had a, we, our, our lead was down to 10. Oh, crap. And he was like, go. So I went out there, struck out three guys, game's over, we went home, yay. <laughs> you know, but it, but there was, like I said, there was people that said they wasn't fair that I pitched too often. Now, that goes into kind of my idea with how to separate athletes or anybody that wants to compete, whether you're an athlete or not. Instead of separating it up by gender and what your external parts are, separate it up in a tiered system by hormone level because testosterone is what gives you the advantage. Right. And if a transgender female who was born male and transitioned into female has been taking hormones for at least a year that suppress testosterone and increase estrogen, they have little to none natural advantage over cis women. Only advantage they would have is... Pre-existing muscle ability. Right. Because that's like there was... There's somebody that's like in the MMA type stuff Mm -hmm. that was born male transgender now female still quite a bit larger Mm -hmm. testosterone levels where they're supposed to be but but still has that natural but just works out and 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 they were trying to ban her Mm -hmm. from because it was it was nasty yeah it was a huge advantage and that kind of competition i mean holy crap yeah like hurting people badly Okay, so I get that. 
my counter to that is there are also women who have naturally naturally gifted muscles, I guess, who can also work out to get bigger than other women. Right. So, I'm not sure that putting it down to an anomaly or two is enough to ruin it for everybody else. Because you're always going to have this one outside person that just blows everybody else out of the water. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Simone I'm not, Biles. Simone Biles. Exactly. Now, granted, she's not any of this, but... Yeah, but damn. the goat. Yeah. The goat. Okay, but she's she was actually the reason that I was mentioning um, Castor Semenya because Simone Biles has come out and said... As far as she's concerned, the Olympics trying to police Semenya is just another way that people try to control women's bodies by telling her, oh, you have to lower this natural ability that you have. Yeah. So, okay. So, my view on not allowing transgender women to compete against cis women is this. Number one, it's insulting to me as a cis woman to tell me that I have absolutely no chance competing against a transgender woman. It is insulting to me because you're saying I'm not good enough to compete. Right. And number two, there are women who do like Simone Biles who have a little bit of competition who train and get better. And you're telling me that I don't that I lack the ability to train and get better than Semenya or better than a transgender woman who is competing against me. Give me a minute. If I've got the drive to do it, I will beat her. That's why we have two female army rangers. Because they overcame natural hindrances to be as good or better than the men. I know if I ever saw a female army ranger, I'd be running the other direction. <laughs> I'd be scared, like, yes, ma'am. Do I need? Do you need anything, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. Uh huh. Yes, ma'am. Because guaranteed, those two female army rangers, they're they're better than the men yeah, because you have you to. You have to be. You have to. Be. You know, she probably. God damn it! But she'd beat the shit out of me. <laughs> but so that's that's my view on allowing transgender athletes to compete against each other. You allow transgender men to compete with men, even though they have a natural disadvantage. And you allow transgender women to compete against women even though they have a natural advantage. Because if you truly believe that women are equal to men, if you truly believe that, give women a chance to be equal with transgender women. Allow them to compete harder. Push them a little. It's okay. Push the transgender men to compete with cis men. Because they can eventually do it. Yeah. Should be able to. Exactly. Don't raise or lower the bar. Just, if you can compete, you can compete. Keep the bar where it's at. Make them get to it. But that goes back to, I don't think we should separate sports by men or women. We need to separate them by hormone level so that you're all competing at essentially at the same level. Yeah. And if you know your hormones or your, your testosterone level is here, you can train to meet that. One way or the other. Sorry, I got sidetracked there for a second. Looking over the, uh, looks like the snake's out of water. Uh-oh. We gotta fix that. Yup. Alright, so that's my rant for the night. That's me up on my soapbox. <laughs> and we can go on to something else. Are we gonna talk about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene? How can you not talk about that? What's the like? 
She's Marjorie a, Q. Green. Marjorie Q. Uh, do we call them the GQP or do we call them the QOP now instead I of the GOP? Know. Which one do we go with? Because they're the party of QAnon. They're the party of Trump. They're no longer well, Republicans. Well, even she said that the party belongs to Trump. Nobody else. It's his party. <clears throat> I really think this is going to lead to a schism in the um, Republican Party and that it's going to split off into Republicans like Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and then Republicans like Ted Cruz and Matt Gates. But this Marjorie lady, she's... And Josh Hawley. She, and, she's batshit crazy. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is nuts. And she won't come out in public and say that she denounces any of the stuff that she's on tape saying. Well, or she's, on video saying. Well, what she said was that she stopped believing that stuff in 2018 when she started realizing that some of the stuff was not real, that it was misinformation. She said that she was allowed to believe it. Allowed by who? Allowed by who? Who's making her decisions for her? She allowed herself to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's trying to say not since her campaign or not since she's been elected has she done any of this stuff. And this one guy was like, well, here's this post from four days ago. What about this one? <laughs> she's stupid and she thinks everybody else is stupid too. It's like I was I was telling uh, Hero and Cardboard the other day. <laughs> I was like, apparently her husband didn't have any... Didn't have any bros growing up. Because they never told him the old bro code. Never stick it in crazy? Never stick your pecker in crazy. Because <laughs> he stuck his pecker in crazy there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this woman, oh my gosh. I don't know if I actually showed you the video. But there's a video where she's got like, what do you call like the life size stand up, stanchion signs? Yeah, the, the cardboard signs with a person's... Cardboard cutouts. Yeah, cardboard cutouts. There's a full size cardboard cutout of Trump behind her. And as she's talking, she looks back and she's talking about the sign. And she reaches down and caresses where the where his nut sack would be on this sign. So gross, his wrinkly old man balls. And she's smiling about it. Yeah. And if I was her husband, I'd be like, why are you on video caressing this dude's nutsack? That's <laughs> gross. I mean, oh my gosh, man. This woman, is, I mean, I know, I think we talked about it last week. The Jewish space lasers that Jewish, set the fires. The Death Star of David. <laughs> I mean, the, the school shootings that, all oh, those are just fake so you can push your gun agenda. I mean... Now she was saying that all the, the gun shootings were real at the schools. But like the one where the guy shot into the crowd. Mm -hmm. The one at the at Vegas. So that was mostly probably a conservative crowd. But she don't think that he was acting alone. Probably not. Um, Hillary Clinton and the Clintons are some, tor some sort of leaders of this satanic group. Yeah, the Pizzagate thing. Because she said, well, why? It's obvious because somebody sent her an email, sent Hillary an email saying that she was sacrificing a chicken to somebody. And that just proves that Hillary's that. I said, okay, so I'm going to send MTG over here an email saying I'm sacrificing a chicken in her honor. I'm sacrificing a chicken to her and, and the devil. And that, and by that, by her line of thinking, then that would prove that she's a double worshiper. I mean, 
Okay. She's the epitome of effing crazy right now. The warning signs of a cult from the Cult Education Network. This popped up on my Facebook and it made me think of her. I've seen this. The leader is always right. Ding, ding, ding. Criticism of the leader is characterized as persecution. Check, because uh, like Liz Cheney, they try to remove her because she didn't agree with him. No matter how harmful, the leader's behavior is justified. Check. Adherents are obsessed with the leader. Check, check. We're doing two checks on that one. The leader has the exclusive franchise on truth. Check. These are all warning signs of a cult. So. Cult. Cult. (laughs) Plain and simple. Had to get that beat in there. Cult. (laughs) I mean, he's got his... I guess his. I guess if he's the cult leader, I guess Miss Green is one of his generals, <laughs> yeah, and then and then, the, and then the pillow guy. He's oh gotta oh be my up gosh! There. Oh, we got to talk about what he did this week. Did you see that crap? Which time he got on OAN? Oh yeah, we were talking they, about that earlier. Yeah, they brought him on. He there. bought ad space. No, 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 no. This is this is before that. Oh. When he first went on, he went on OAN, and they were going to ask him about quote unquote cancel culture. Right. To get him to explain what that meant to him. And as soon as they allowed him to speak, he starts screaming about Dominion and how the election was rigged. And he's got absolute proof. And the hosts were like, whoa, 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 stop saying that. Well, the lady didn't hardly say anything. Well, she kept getting talked over. Yeah. And, and the guy was like, no, you've got to stop. This is not true. OAN does not support this. You need to. Co-. And he was telling the producers the whole time that Mike Lindell's over here screaming about rigged elections. The guy is telling the producers, you need to cut this off. Cut Turn him it, off. Cut, cut him off. off. Cut him off. And then they didn't. They just let him keep talking. And the reporters just like, nope. And got just up and walked off. Got up and walked off. It was hilarious. And Mike Lindell, they finally cut his mic. And then the, the, the female yeah. the female um, uh, newscaster was up there. And she was like, okay, we're going to but something But that's, that's the same time. He, he bought ad space time to use for that. Right. But the, but the ad space was later. Yeah. And OAN had to put a minute and a half disclaimer on this ad space that, that basically said, said, the crazy shit you're about to hear is not our views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't blame us for this. Please right. don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, that yeah. dude... It, it, and, then, and we need to talk about... Okay, so that's because of a billion-dollar Dominion lawsuit that's Dominion happening. Dominion and Smartmatic. Smartmatic is a separate lawsuit. Smartmatic is going after Fox News... Um, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, they're going after everybody. And if this suit wins, these people will own the earth. Well, one thing is about it, too, because they were saying that the Smartmatic stuff in this entire state rigged the election for Biden. Lou Dobbs was saying that. I don't know what state it was that they were mostly saying it was used in. Mm -hmm. A congressman from the one of the counties in that state was saying that his county is the only county in that entire state <laughs> that used the smart medic yeah one freaking county in that entire state it was not even a state it couldn't have been statewide fraud because it was only used in one freaking county well that's it lou dobbs said this enough times and he started 
slinging, uh, is it slander when it's spoken and libel when it's written? So, so he started slandering people left and right with the rigged election bull crap. Mm-hmm. And Fox News knew that this lawsuit was coming and fired him. And I really think... And that Lou Dobbs tonight's been on air for 10 years. If Hannity and Tucker don't watch it, and Gene Pirro, Judge Boxawan, if they don't Laura watch Ingram. it, they're going to be next. Of course, I think, I don't know, I haven't been listening to it as much as I have been. I don't know if Laura Ingram was the only smart one of the group. Because, yeah, she was just as much as they were, yeah. right? But she came out and conceded the election a lot sooner than everybody else. But she started backing away some mm-hmm. from some of the batshit crazy stuff. Because they were talking about how Trump was, you know, he gets mad at everybody that doesn't lick his boots. Right. Came out and says something about Laura Ingram, thinking that maybe she's getting to the point where she may need to leave Fox News, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Because she's not right wing enough licking his boots enough. Yeah. Yeah. Not, like, not, not the way he has. Also because she's female and he's at heart a misogynist. Oh, well, yeah. You know, so... I mean, he even bought his wife from a Russian male bride thing. <laughs> male oh, or bride. Oh, check this out. This is something that just tickled me to death when I heard about it. Okay, so you know how he tweets multiple times a day, and then he got shut off of all of the platforms that you could possibly go on. He tried to get alts, and the alts were all shut down. Like, they have taken him out. Do you know what he's doing now? He is writing down mean tweets on paper and giving them to aides and saying, why don't you tweet this? Oh, good lord! He is trying to get. He's writing down a meat. He's got a meat. He's got a burn book, <laughs> and he's writing down mean things about people and trying to get people to tweet it for him. <laughs> oh my god! That dude's off his freaking rocker too. That's so. Funny. And then his letter that he sent to the Screen Actors Union said he was leaving their union before they had a chance to fire him. Well, they told him that they were reviewing all of his stuff and that they were thinking about kicking him out of the union. And he just came back with a letter that basically said, "You can't fire me. I quit." You're gonna do this? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about even after his stellar work in movies like Wall Street and Home Alone 2 where he, you know, that great performing actor, that great performance where he looked at Kevin McAllister and pointed. (laughs) Down the hall to the left. That was literally his line. I just delivered his line. Why don't you pay me like you paid Trump to be at Home Alone 2? I could go do that. Yeah. Because it was funny because somebody said, oh yeah, that great performance that you did of, you know, being yourself in Home Alone 2. Oh, and don't forget that other full range that you showed when you played a part of yourself in Wall Street. And then when you did this other show that you showed up in where you played this... Sex in the City, where you played yourself. yourself. <laughs> Such range. And then there, and then he sent that to them, this long letter. And they replied back to him, thank you. <laughs> That's it. That's all they said was, thank you. Oh, there's a child. Hello, child. Hello, child. He said hi. Where are you going? To get food. Oh, Oh, hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. You know what we got out there? It's almost ready. We got a brisket, and it's better than last week. It's better than the last week. Okay. I went to go. You know how hard that other one was to cut? Mm -hmm. I went to go cut this one, and it just started falling apart, dude. 
so good. It's gonna okay. be amazing. Okay. It's gonna be bonkers. It's gonna be really good. Hey, speaking of bonkers, I found something at the convenience store when I was getting a Dr. Pepper on my way home this morning, and I bought it, and okay. I drank it, and it was, you know, okay. So I don't know if it's a Texas thing, but they've got these, they've got these little round balls of liquid at these convenience stores, and they're called Buzz Balls. Yes. Little alcoholic drinks. Little alcoholic drinks. They're they're tiny, tiny, tiny. I think they're dynamite in a bottle, though. Alcohol level. 15% alcohol per volume. And that little bastard behind the counter didn't even card me. <laughs> but yeah, I drank one of those things, and it is like taking a shot. Yeah. It's got so much alcohol in it. I've got two more in the fridge. I need to just go ahead and just knock them back. Oh, another thing about MTG that I thought was funny. When she don't was call up, her MTG because that's... Whatever. I yeah, don't like even saying her full name. Just green. call her Green. Uh, Q Green. We're going to call her Marjorie. She didn't... Margarine. Yeah. Margarine Q. Okay, when I say crazy lady, you're what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> when crazy lady was uh, fighting for her committee seats, and then she lost them, and then she was like, oh, I'm glad I lost them. That leaves me more free time. Well, you got all the free time you want now, woman. But, you know, having a committee assignment means that you have clout in the caucus. That you have the ability to tell people your opinion, to try to get legislation passed. You have a voice. Without having a committee assignment, not a single one, she has no voice in Congress. And right now is a crossroads for the Republican Party. They need to decide, are they the party of Trump or are they Republicans? Are they Republicans? Because that those not are not the same. same thing. And I asked somebody that on Facebook the other day. They're talking about all the stuff about Trump and Republicans. And I asked them, I said, so are you a Trump supporter or are you a Republican? I said, because those two are not the same no, thing. No, they're not. They are not. No. Which one are you? I'm, I'm voting. No, you, you're not. No. And I said, okay, when, when the party splits, which side are you going on? Republican or Trump? Because they're not the same. Yeah. And you'll eventually figure that out. may take you a while, but it's eventually going to figure, you're going to figure it out. Yeah, but Trump is going to... He's been saying he's not going to split off into a new party, but I see it happening before the midterms. There's going to be a schism. He may not do it, but the people split. may do it. Yeah, and, and they're going to have to decide, does Marjorie Q speak for them, or does she not? And oh, well, she's she even talking about how she's going to be holding other Republicans accountable for making sure that they, she's going to push them as far to the right as she can. Well, do you know what's further to the right of Green? Actual literal Nazis. Well, I think she's there because, I mean, she was even talking about how it was, she didn't like the fact that there's an influx of Muslims coming into the Congress. What yeah. was it, like two? Yeah, like two. Like two. That's not an influx. But That's even a house if those, guest. I mean, they're they're they may be Muslim, they're they're just as American as you are, crazy. Yeah. Okay. But as far as her losing, speaking of the Muslims in Congress, as far as Marjorie Q losing her um her committee assignments, this tactic will one hundred percent be used against the squad. Just the second that the that the Republicans have the House back. Oh, yeah. If they get the House back in 2022 and the party has not schismed yet, 
they will strip AOC, Rashida Tlaib, um, Ayanna Presley, and Ilan Omar of their. They're going to figure out a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, they said this, and that makes it harmful. Yeah. And they're going to strip them of their committee assignments. Mm-hmm. But that, what they don't understand, is going to make them more powerful. What Green thinks she has now is what they're going to have. What in, they're going to have in spades. Yes, yes. It's going to. It's you know. You know how you, you never kill the leader of the guys you don't like because it makes him a martyr and it makes his followers stronger. Yeah. That's that's what they're going to end up doing. It's not just a colossal shooting themselves in the foot. They're shooting themselves in the foot and beating themselves in the head with a shovel. One good thing about politics right now uh-huh. that I'm looking forward to, and it's funny because cardboard keeps, you know, he keeps. They had this bad snowstorm, right? Here recently, uh-huh. and he keeps sending. He was sending pictures because I've been talking a lot about. Hey, I want to go move to PA. You know, and he's like, "You sure you want to move up here after all this crap?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." <laughs> and the reason I want to do it, I, like I, said, I don't know crap, man. I may hate every bit of this dude's politics, but I absolutely love. Was it, is it John Fetterman? John Fetterman of PA. The he's lieutenant the lieutenant governor. governor. He's the current lieutenant governor. I mean, outside his office, he's got like pride flags with like a marijuana leaf on yeah. them, and all because they said. <laughs> Because uh, Carver Summers said he could, they said he couldn't fly marijuana flags and he couldn't fly pride flags. But he could fly them if they were so together. He, so he combined them and said, "You didn't say I couldn't fly a marijuana pride flag, you know, so, <laughs> or whatever." I can't. I'm not sure that's the exact story, but yeah. you know, but he has started already filing the paperwork. Even though he's claiming he hasn't made a decision yet, oh, I he's call made BS. A decision. But he's going to be running for Senate in 2022. That'd be awesome. That'd I mean, be that awesome. dude right there is the reason I want to go. To, hey, <laughs> I want yeah. to go live in PA just so I can say <laughs> I, I voted for him. That dude's awesome. Because <laughs> and and they were talking about it. Hey, did you ever get your money from Dan Patrick? He goes, Nah, man. He said deadbeat Dan still owes me that money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes, he's calling him deadbeat Dan. <laughs> And he said, you know, he said that, you know, and he said, we actually found a fourth confirmed case of voter fraud uh-huh. in PA where a man cast a vote for Trump on behalf of his dead wife. Mm-hmm. So the most amazing part about our election this, this time in Pennsylvania is that somehow Trump managed to get 100% of the dead people vote. <laughs> Yep. Four cases of voter fraud, and they were all dead people that voted for Trump. Oh, my gosh. And he said, so that dude owes me $4 million right now. Yeah, he does. He does. And it was funny because the guy was like, you ought to sue his ass for it because he didn't say what voter fraud. He just said voter fraud. Voter fraud. Well, Dan Patrick is... He's not a smart man. But I liked about Fetterman, though. He was like, "Oh yeah," because he said, "I can get that money." He said, "Man, we, we can stock up the food banks here in PA big time with that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you want to see his wife? His wife dresses like a damn pinup. Yeah, like was the like you'd see like on Ink Master when they have to do pinup tattoos. Yeah, that's exactly what his wife looks yeah, like. Yeah, she's dressed like a pinup, and he's got like a bald head and a little, you know, a little goatee, like the go the actual goatee, not the one with the mustache. Like what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I wanted you to do that to see what you look like. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I like being bald. Don't have to worry about hair. Well, you need to shave your head I again. I knew they need to shave it. It's getting too way too long. And there's so much gray in it. It's so cute. You're Shut very, up. You're very distinguished. 
Shut up. So you talking about snow made me want to tell my snow story. Okay. So it's not a it's not it's not a it's not gonna change your life or anything, but it's just my snow story and I wanna tell it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just watching one of the rats stretch and yawn. <laughs> but um so we don't deal with snow a whole lot in Texas and the snow that we do get tends to be kind of wet and icy. Yeah. So it's not like real snow. Um, but it really snowed back on the 11th, the 10th and the 11th. And I mean like snowed, snowed. Um, the kind of snow you see up north snow. We had about eight inches on the ground. Yeah. Well, I managed to creep my way to work the next day because we don't have snow tires or, or anything. So we're, we're just, we're driving these dangerous roads and I've got an hour to drive. So I finally get to work. Well, <clears throat> you know, I rent cars for a living. So we have to get the cars ready for, so when people come in, they don't have ice on the windows. You know, they're ready to go when somebody comes in to rent a car. You don't have to sit there and defrost it. Well, there was all this snow on top of these cars. And my boss was out there, and he had cranked up all these cars trying to get the, the defroster to work on the front window. I was like, dude, you're doing that the backwards way. He's like, what do you mean? I said, that's what you do when you have ice on the windows is you turn on the defrosters or you chip it right. off. With snow, you treat it completely different. I said, you turn that defroster on and it gets hot up under there, it's going to create a water layer, which is going to freeze. You're going to create ice. I said, go get a broom. Just knock it off. Just knock it off. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's never seen snow. He's from El Paso. You, you know? know what the hell snow is. You don't know what the hell snow is. So I t- had him go get a broom and he I, tr- I showed him on the first windshield and he was like, well, I'll be damned. I had no idea it would come off that easy because it was powder. Yeah. You know, and it just came right off the windshields and right off the tops of the car because you you can't leave snow on the top of the car in Texas because people don't realize that when you brake, it just goes and right over the windshield. <laughs> right. Because people in Texas can't drive in weather. We don't deal with it very well. Rain, snow, sleet, hail, whatever. We can't drive in it. No. It's awful. So that's my snow story. Talking about crazy. Right, got me to. That's kind of segueing into what I want to talk about. It's a long segue. Everybody, well, these people know, but I think we've talked before about I like watching WWE. Yes. Right. Yes. You know. Yes, I know it's fake. Calm your tits. <laughs> it's not fake. It's scripted. It's There's scripted. a difference. I know that it's predetermined outcomes. But these guys I are athletes and, and, the, they and they tell can a get story. Hurt. I mean, to, to be able to put on a 20, 30 minute match without going, crap, I'm bored. What do we do now? You know, yeah. that, that's very impressive. Well, and this is something I've always said about pay per views. I would prefer to watch a WWE pay per view versus an MMA pay per view. Because if I'm paying 60 bucks for a pay-per-view, with the WWE, I'm getting a three-hour show regardless. Yep. With MMA, I might get a 40-second match, and then it's over with, and then it's commentary for the next three hours. Yeah, replay after replay after replay. Exactly. So what's the point of me getting this pay-per-view for something that's not scripted versus something that is scripted? I get more enjoyment out of the scripted version. I mean, the the ability of some of these guys and the things, and even even the women are... In the last few years, the, the women years. have really been giving their been given their opportunity to shine. Well, and they are they have taken that torch and they have risen the bar. They changed what they were doing in the yes. early aughts. 
they stopped hiring models to be wrestlers and started hiring athletes, athletes to, be to be wrestlers. Good I mean, looking athletes to be wrestlers. Now, granted, there's still about one or two women that are there when they're in a match. I don't care to watch. Yeah. Because they're horrible. But then there's some that are just absolutely phenomenal in the ring. I Charlotte mean, Flair. Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. But to me right now, the hands-down favorite, at least the character arc that they're doing, is with Alexa Bliss. Now, I, Okay, so I love Alexa Bliss because she she's, she They is call her one Five of, Feet of Fury because she, 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 little she might be five foot tall. Maybe. And she's got these big doe eyes and she's just beautiful. Like yes. Trish used to be, you know, like, yes. like she reminds me of Trish, right? She's just beautiful. And... I like her so much because she sells it. And I'm not talking about selling moves. I mean, she is the best actress I have seen come out of WWE in 20 years. She's one of those naturally that she can come out to the ring as a baby face and she's good at it. Yes. She comes she's out good to the on ring the as a heel. She's good at it. Yeah. I mean, to go back and forth and be so convincing... But, but tell what they're a little doing backstory, now. you know, you got like Bray Wyatt, and this man has a a mind for this business and what makes money. He he know he somehow has his finger on the pulse of the WWE zeitgeist and knows exactly what pushes people's buttons. Because he's the one. I don't know if he's the one that came up with. The Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt, with the Wyatt family and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's the one that came up with his whole Firefly Funhouse thing. You know, it's what, what's the song go? We're so happy that you're our friend and all this kind of stuff. Kind of like a demented Mr. Rogers. Right. And he even wears the red sweater. But he has a, what they call almost like a split personality. Yeah. Like he'll switch from this character, this little happy go. Bray Wyatt, Firefly Funhouse guy to The Fiend. Yeah. And it's this really demented character. And what's neat to watch is that how his, depending on which character he is when he goes to the ring, he's got a completely different moveset. It's kind of like Finn Balor when he becomes the demon. It's two different wrestlers out there. Yeah. I mean, he's got a different moveset. Why are the dogs barking? That neighbor's dogs always... He'll come up, stand up right next to the fence, and just... Our dogs go batshit crazy. That's why they're barking. <laughs> anyway, okay, so the fiend but, and, 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 you know, and But he'll he'll do this switch. You know, he'll come out, and all of a sudden, he'll just immediately just switch to this, and you, you can see the difference in his face. Mm-hmm. He comes out, and he's got this creepy-ass leather clown mask that he wears. Well, he kind of started... They kind of started bringing Alexa Bliss into this. Mm-hmm. And... One of them one hit the, electric, hit the, the fence. Le- one of them hit the electrical <laughs> fence. <laughs> but um, they they started bringing her in, and it was almost like Bray Wyatt was brainwashing her, right? And so she's got her normal Alexa Bliss character, which is kind of sultry. Yeah, and now she's got this. Firefly Funhouse Alexa Bliss, where she does all this really goofy stuff. She's always smiling real big. 
it's, dancing up and down and like almost like she went from Alexa Bliss in her 20s to this little 6-year-old girl having fun the way she's acting it's got it's got shades of Alexa stop sorry i we turned on our, our we turned on our computer yeah. our Amazon computer uh, <laughs> oh. okay so it, it's like Harley Quinn but when she was 8 yes basically very demented, very happy, very weird, very creepy. Right, but then she also has this where she can. She they they started throwing in this where she's doing the flip too, where, where she's, she's got the demon. She's character. got like this the fiend character inside. Like there was a match where she just kind of shows up sitting on things. She's got this black blood coming out of her mouth. Yeah, to and distract this black the lipstick guy. on. Yeah, and, so yeah. it's really different, and. You know, and kudos to WWE because they are taking full advantage of this... No live audience. This no live audience. Because they're doing cuts. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell. And I had to show... I showed uh, Cricket one of the these episodes uh, from this last week where she had this match with this other lady. And she came out as the Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Skipping out. Skipping to, out. I mean, like, one of her moves that she did where she knocked her down, she, like, hopscotched over to her and then, like, kicked, kicked her. her. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was like what a little kid would do. Well, she starts losing a little bit in the match, and the other girl knocks her into the corner. And when the other girl turns her back and is, like, celebrating and getting ready to go, the instead of the Firefly Funhouse music that she came to the ring with, her old-school Alexa Bliss music hit. And then you see. And when she turned around, they, you know, the camera cuts off the other wrestler and cuts to back to her, and she's wardrobe change, and she's Alexa Bliss. Yeah, sultry. Right. And then they start, you know, and then she's like completely throws her off her game, and then she eventually starts getting back into it, and she starts losing again, and then the Firefly Funhouse music hits, and you turn around, and she went back to her other clothes again. Yeah. And she's sitting in the corner. And there was one time where she, like, completely switched over to where she was, like, the Fiend character in another match they did that with. But when she, like, shows up, she had, like, the black makeup on. Right. And, like, completely. The other girl did a really good job selling the the confusion, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's just, it's it's great. I think it's the best thing they've got going right now. And I absolutely love what they are doing with her character because... The Fiend is what started it all with Bray Wyatt, but he's out for whatever reason. It may be an injury or something. I don't know. But basically now Bliss is carrying that torch. And in my opinion, she's she's carrying it a little bit higher than what Bray was. Yeah, she's really putting her own spin on it. I mean, because she's doing they're doing job. this crazy stuff where all of a sudden the, 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 the Fiend music kind of stuff hits. And then this can't this light will come on in the ring, and there she is on this double swing set, swinging, and talking to somebody that's not there. And they always make sure the swing that's next to her is moving as well, and she keeps reaching out, kind of looking over and talking to this person that's not in the swing. Yeah, I mean it's very cool. It's very demented. It's 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 the whoever if Bray Wyatt is doing still doing this. Kudos to him. It's impressive. But, but they wouldn't be able to pull it off if Alexa wasn't such a good actress. 
Because she can flip from one. She's she's playing three wrestlers right now. Mm-hmm. She's playing Alexa Bliss. She's playing, playing Firefly, Firefly Funhouse, Funhouse Alexa, and Demon. And then, and then this Fiend one. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's awesome. I'm, I'm loving it. I hope they just, I hope they don't screw it up. Now, okay, <laughs> as so. As long as, because they've kind of given Bray creative control over this because it's done so well. I mean, because like even going way back. Because like even in his Firefly Funhouse little segments, kind of like Blue's Clues almost, mm-hmm. he's got Muppet puppets. Mm-hmm. And there's some like crazy looking puppets. But before everybody knew what Firefly Funhouse was, you know, there'd be these backstage segments with wrestlers. And if they walked off, the camera wouldn't, you know, at first they wouldn't even focus in on them. they just kind of pan off to the left. And you see this little buzzard puppet. Or you see this other little puppet. It was real quick. And then it would start to be where the camera would be set and the, and, the, and the wrestlers would be there talking, doing whatever, and they'd walk off and then the puppet would raise up. And that went on for probably two months before and you... And nobody knew what it... Nobody... They uh, didn't let anybody know what was going on. The payoff was so late. Yeah. And then you get this Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt and you're like, what the hell? This is crazy. This is stupid. And, and then, then you start you listening realize, to it you're like... Holy crap! This is genius. This is genius. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I'm, I, uh, I keep saying it, but I love it. I love it. I love but it. But again, they could not pull it off if Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss were not phenomenal actors and actresses. Oh yeah. Because you, you know, you you see the wrestlers get in there, and all they can do is wrestle. They're they're terrible on the mic. They're terrible at selling stuff. They can sell a wrestling move, but they can't sell you on on why they should be the face. Right. You know. But then you've got people like. Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt, who can just channel so easily, yeah, and it just it brings the story to life. It's, it's the stuff I like watching. And uh, I mean, and if and if you don't care for wrestling at all, and if you hate it, you could probably look it up on YouTube. Uh, it was this match this last Monday between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Just, and it just, 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 just get through it. It's five minutes. Just get through it, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it was I'm not really trying good. to convert anybody to a fan, but just to appreciate the ability of them making the. I mean, okay, like sports did the little stand, the little cardboard cutouts of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wrestling went one above that. People watching it on their computers with webcams. They've got these LED screens around the arena, and it looks like people are in the audience. Mm-hmm. They've got mics; you can hear them cheering, you can hear them doing stuff like that. You know, and they're they're doing all this other stuff, and so they're making the most out of it. But now, not only are they making the most out of that situation, they're they're getting beyond. You know, using this no live audience thing. Mm-hmm. And really making the story really I mean, pop. I mean, that they couldn't, like you said, like what are they going to do when they go back to a live audience? You know, it'd be interesting to see if they ever go back to a live audience because they're making it work without one, and it's beautiful. Well, the money. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I get that, but they're not not making money right now because they're charging but people to be on those webcams. What, but see, like it, 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 if I was there, if I had anything to do with that, what I would do is... I would get, I know like on America's Got Talent, they've had these this couple on there and their son came back on later as mm-hmm. a magician. 
but his parents were on there and they were quick change artists. I mean, like they'd hold the curtain up, drop it. Or she's like standing in one outfit, this woman is, and they like raise this curtain up and almost immediately they drop the curtain back down and she's completely changed her clothes. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of it's just flip clothes or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're quick change artists. I would go to these people and I'd say, we need you here for, for a little while. We need you to do everything you can to teach her how to do this. Yeah. So then... They can, she can hop they, under the ring. And, hop under the ring or cut the lights off real quick and cut them back on and give her enough time where she can do that quick change. Or even if like she gets under the ring and they like grab her and pull her back out. And when they pull her back out, she's changed. Yeah. They can figure out a way to still make this work. But right now, well, the way they're doing it, very yes. impressive. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is It is a thing of art. And this that's what I like to see because this is this is Bray Wyatt having fun with it. Yeah. And okay, okay, you guys you guys may or may not watch wrestling, I don't know. But the Sister Abigail thing, we talked about this earlier. Right. Sister Abigail has been the Wyatt sister that we've never seen, heard from, or know the de- anything the about. The really demented sister. The really demented sister. We've never seen her, we've we've never heard her speak. She may or may not exist. All right. But they have this wrestling move called the Sister Abigail. Yep. And that's what that's what Bray Wyatt uses. That's his finishing move. And they talk about Sister Abigail. So what if Sister Abigail turns out to be a spirit that quote unquote possesses you to turn you into Bray Wyatt's the fiend, Alexa Bliss, the demon? And that's what's causing Alexa Bliss to flip out. Just ask me what you'd like me to do. Alexa keeps... You turn on. Alexa, stop. But, um... I mean, I guess they've been kind of... They were hinting at it for a while. Because I didn't... I just not realize it. They they started calling Alexa Bliss a while back the Twisted Sister. So, maybe if they did this right... And got you, got the plot twist in there. Alexa Bliss has been a Wyatt the entire time, and we just didn't know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but like, even when you talk about her acting, because like when she was first kind of getting into this role, she was a normal Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And then one time she came out as a Firefly Funhouse girl, and then just a few beats of her old music would hit. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do a change of clothes, but it was almost like she was just like, she played off so well about being confused, mm-hmm. didn't know where she was. She started crying, acting, asking somebody for help. And then this other girl's like really freaking out, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. She's playing it off really well. And then a couple of beats of the Firefly Funhouse would hit mm-hmm. and she'd go right back. I mean, her ability to flip flop like that. It's really impressive. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing? I am looking something up. My friend texted me and asked me to send him something, and I am sending him something. So, hang tight. Well, make it quick. Make it quick. Okay, it's it's done. Okay. What time we got? Oh, we're well past an hour. Okay, well, uh, I do want to do my thumbs up and thumbs down. I don't have a thumbs up and thumbs down. Well, I do. Oh, I do have one. My thumbs down is some idiots in Texas. Okay. 
Apparently somewhere near San Antonio, there are still idiots over there doing Trump rallies. (laughs) And I've seen other people talking about, makes me want to do another one. Stay tuned. Oh, the sixth? No, no, like this other guy. Saying that he wants to do. He wants to do one too. Oh my gosh. I'm like, Trump rally for what, you idiot? (laughs) He lost. He's out of office. We got a new president. It happened. I'm sorry. That's my thumbs up. Accept reality. Now, my thumbs up (laughs) goes to you. Oh, well, thank you. And let me tell y'all why. Oh. I'm so impressed. You already know where I'm I know, going. I know, if I, I, knew, I know where you're going now. Cricket took my truck to work one day this week. And when she brought it back, somehow in this understaffed position that she's in right now, or place, she found time to get my truck back there, got it washed, got the windows clean. I mean, got the inside of my truck looking freaking phenomenal. I mean, like today when we went to the store, I walked by my truck first, opened the door and just went <laughs> to take a big sniff because it smells so freaking good in there. And I and I was just, I, I mean, I'm just like dumbfounded, flabbergasted every time I walk out to my truck on how good it looks because the first time I saw it was when I went to work the other night and I forgot my wallet. And I was in her car, and of course she brought my wallet and my truck, and she took her car back. And I kind of looked in it, it's like, wow, it looks really, looks pretty good, you know. But thank you. And then I got in my truck, and I came on home, and I was like, man, this is really nice because it's here, in the dark, you know, because it's. And then the next day, I went to go get in my truck to go to work again, and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, if you had seen the way that this truck looked, and this was after he had cleaned it up some. Well, I just got all the crap out of it. Yeah, I didn't actually take time to clean anything. But I mean, I like I detailed it. Detailed it. Now it's not rental ready by any means. We do a whole lot better on our rental cars. I think it's absolutely amazing that you were willing to go through all of that during your day at work. It's just... Well, that's why I got home late that night. I mean, I'm just... I, it's just it's hard to describe. I mean, put words... Put it into words. It was just... Amazing. Thank you. You're very welcome, honey. So you are my big <laughs> double thumbs up for the week. Well, I can't top that. <laughs> well, that's why when we were talking about our subjects that we were going to discuss beforehand, I did not mention that because I was not going to tell you until it came time to do it. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, I don't have a good thumbs up and thumbs down. I have a thumbs down, if you'd like to know what it is. Go ahead. KFC and Black History Month. Okay. KFC put out an advertisement for Black History Month. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm, I'm like, you had not even gotten to this yet, (laughs) and I already can feel my entire body tensing up because... For whatever reason, there, there. I know there's history behind it. Some for whatever, because I guess because chicken is cheap and way back when or whatever. I don't know, but there's certain foods associated with certain people. People, right? Like chicken. I don't want to get into that. Let, it, let's uh, just not go down that road. 
Let's know? just not go down that road but, because it's a stereotype. Right. It, it, very stereotypical. Yeah. And so with that mindset, and you say KFC, whew, I can feel my body tensing up, but go ahead, lay it on me. So it's a picture of a drumstick that's on its end with the fat part on the top. Okay. And there's I'm, a light. There's a light shining on it from this direction. Okay. And it's casting a shadow on the wall. Okay. And the wall is an upraised fist for, for black power. So the chicken is reflecting the black power. <laughs> the, the black lives matter. <laughs> it's a. It's the most tone deaf thing I've seen. I mean, KFC, take a seat. <laughs> take several seats during Black History Month. Just don't even raise your head during Black History Month. I know Black you History tried. Month. Just stay back and let Popeye's handle it for this month, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow, have mercy. Okay, so that's my thumbs down. And and my thumbs up is going to be that brisket that I'm about to go get. Oh, that brisket's going to be... Mm. It's going to be good. One thing, though, I'm going to have to get more wood chips because mm-hmm. this this one... It, ta- it takes the bigger bags. You need a bigger well, bag. Well, it, it goes through it a lot faster because mm-hmm. it gets a lot hotter mm-hmm. because it's so much bigger. I mean, I could do four mm-hmm. full-size briskets in that thing at one time. Full-size, not half-size full size. like we have. Full-size. Yeah, I could do four full-size in that thing at one time. Mm-hmm. And so it goes through the wood chips Pretty dang fast. I wonder does it use pellets? Could because um, the pellets I don't last know if longer. It will. We need to we need to find out and see if it can use pellets. Because the pellets do last a little longer. Mm-hmm. But those those wood chips, like I'd go out there after about an hour or so and there's no smoke. I'm like, what the hell? And then I realize it's because it's all ashes. It's all under ashes there. there. <laughs> I'm like, dang! I just put that crap in there, but it, it goes through it pretty quick. But it's it's awesome. And I want to recommend a podcast to people. Of course, ours. Keep listening to ours because we're awesome. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I was listening today to Mayim Bialik, who played Amy Farrah Fowler on The Big Bang Theory, and who was also Blossom when we were kids. Right. Uh, she is a neuroscientist, and um, she has a podcast called My Breakdown, and she talks about mental health from the point of view of a neuroscientist. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And today I was listening to her latest podcast. She had, um, oh my gosh, what is that guy's name? Um, ah, I am drawing a complete blank. Uh, Bill Prady, uh, the co-creator with Chuck Lorre of uh, Big Bang Theory, uh-huh. had him on the podcast and was talking about the inspiration behind some of the personalities that were on the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon is based a lot on his on himself, mm-hmm. on Bill Prady. Um, and my favorite story that he told was... Make this quick if we're running way over. We are running way over, but it's okay. Um, Howard Wallowitz is based on a guy he knew from his past named Howard Wallowitz. 
And his personality came from... I love where this was going, though. Came from a line <laughs> that another friend had told him. Okay, so... Well, how he gets all the women. Yeah, Bill, Bill Prady is, is a nerdy guy. They're all scientists. They're computer programmers. So he was hanging out with all these nerdy people. Well, this one dude kept just bagging these women every week. He would have a different woman on his arm. And sometimes she would look like a grandma. And sometimes she would be a freaking supermodel. I mean, and they and they could never figure out why how he was getting all these women, and you know, the the variations in what they looked like. They, there was there was no you couldn't rhyme a reason to what he was no doing. No rhyme or reason. So they finally just broke down and asked him, and they said, "What is your secret to getting all these women? We don't understand. Teach us." You know, he said, "I have two rules that I follow <laughs> at all times about getting women." He said, "You ask out every woman you see." One That's number one. Say yes. Number one, you ask out every woman you see. Number two, have no standards. <laughs> <laughs> and they base the entire personality of Howard Wallowitz on that statement. And I, I think that's perfect. It's kind of like that video I showed you. The guy talking about <laughs> the difference. The they talk about buying a car and dating. <laughs> <laughs> so this women look at dating like buying a car. Is this one good for me? Will this one last a long time? Is this one safe? A guy looks at it buying a car, you know, kind of, or like, what's sex like buying a car? You know, like, oh, there's a spot. Like <laughs> oh, parking oh, a car. Like parking a car. Oh, there's a spot. Oh, there's oh, there's a spot. Oh, there's a handicap. Well, I guess that one's okay as nobody sees. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. How dare you? <laughs> Okay, so we've gone way past. Um, we're going to shut it down since we've had a supersized episode this week. But we were talking yeah. about like good stuff, and we had some structure this well, week. Well, I know you were worried about not having enough, and I told you, it's like, we got more than enough. You know we're going to hit rabbit holes, and that's just what we do. <laughs> but it seems like this week it went really smoothly. We weren't struggling like we were last week to try to figure out what to talk about. Yeah, last week we were very underprepared, so that's we the week's episode where you apologize for it. It was we- probably horrible and very tough to get through. <laughs> We appreciate you getting this far into this one. Yeah. And, uh, I think we did a little bit better this time. I, I think we did well. Um, you can find me on um, Twitter at Cricket Shea. That's Cricket, S-H-E-A. Yep. You can find Vaughn, Vaughn Shea, 0129 on Twitter. You yep, can yep. find us at The Shea's Lounge, and that's S-H-E-A-S, Lounge, on um, Twitter and Instagram. So hit us up. Come tell us what you think of the show. Let us know there's something that we need to discuss. Yeah, because we want we want to get this, you know, if you want us to talk about something or you want us to have an opinion on something, well, let us know. And we talked about that earlier because, like, Cardboard sends me, like, some of the most off-wall stuff all the time. Right. And a lot of that and, stuff And it makes it stuff, on the show. I, I jot, he may not really, I don't know if he's ever realized this or not, but he may <laughs> now because I'm telling off. But he'll send me stuff and I'm like, ooh, and I'll jot that down and I'll bring it up. Yeah. You know, so... Like, he's the one that sent me the video of crazy fondling the ball sack of that Ugh, picture of Trump. So gross. So that one, man balls. I had to see, <laughs> and it's imprinted and burned in my brain because him. It's his fault. <laughs> well, we'll come up, oh, with, we'll come up with something I do have another thumbs down I'm going to give real quick. Okay. Freaking cheaters on Warzone. Cheaters on Warzone? There's been over 60,000 people that have been banned now we found out a lot of these people have multiple accounts and they only mm-hmm. get banned for so long 
but we actually ran into it the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just like a few people left. I got down. He was the only one left. And it was over at the prison complex. And the circle ended up going out. You know, it, it closes down. It gets so far. And then once it gets to that point, then that circle moves on the map. Mm-hmm. And then after it moves three times, and it slowly starts closing in until it's completely gone. So it forces everybody into one spot, mm-hmm. whoever's left. Well, it was him and like four other people. Or three or four other people. And he got a couple of them down. And it was him and two others. Well, he was down like on this flat ground. And there was like a hill next to him. And a shot rang off. And it'll show like a little red dot. Mm -hmm. There'll be an arrow at the top of that red dot. If that person's elevation is higher than you. Mm -hmm. It kind of gives you a way to look. And if they're lower, the arrow's at the bottom of the circle. Mm -hmm. Well... It showed the arrow at the top. So we knew that they were up top somewhere. Mm-hmm. But the circle started closing in. And it moves. And it moved. And this whole spot where they were at. But I was like, dude, they've got to come down because they're, the, they're in the gas. It's mm-hmm. going to kill them. Well, this circle started closing down and closing down out in the middle of this field. And they never showed up. They glitched. There's a there's a mass glitch and there's a stem shot glitch that people figure out how to do every now and then, mm-hmm. and he ended up dying, and because the circle got so small, there's nowhere to go, and then those two guys both survived. Oh dang! So that's we're, no we're, fun. We're counting that as a win because if you got to cheat to win, it's not a win. Screw you! It's a freaking game. Does it does it make you feel good to cheat to win? Yeah. You know, I mean, we've we've, we've ran across. <clears throat> Head glitchers, uh, wall glitchers. We're like, and we'll watch the replay, and there's a guy like in a building, and you can see in the replay his gun is going like this, you know, moving from right to left around the building, mm-hmm. and then as soon as you come out the side, he's shooting you in the head. Yeah, because it's, it, it's following you. Yeah, because he can see you through the walls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we tried to report them. Didn't know if it was going to work or not because they weren't Xbox players. They were either. PlayStation or mm-hmm. console or uh, PC PC players, but put them on blast as much as I could. I took screenshots of their names when it showed them in the victory thing, and then mm-hmm. going off a helicopter, posted them. And I was like, cheated to win. The other guy cheated to win, and so reported them to Xbox for exploiting and cheating and boosting and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We have to see where it goes. Well, just let it, let us know because I'm interested. So, uh, we see. I know, I know. Cardboard has gotten a few responses on people that he's reported that were actually Xbox players, where it said that because they won't tell you how long they get, mm-hmm. you know, banned or all this kind of stuff. But they'll send you a, 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 a response saying, "Hey, thank you for your 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 report. This person has been banned." Mm-hmm. But but you, you don't know if it's an indefinite ban or a one day ban. It's just a ban. Right. They, they will get banned. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of waiting to see what happens. I'd like to see something about them, too, because that's just, that's a dirty pool. Yeah, it is. I mean, cheating to win, that's just, I mean, does your self-esteem so low that you have to cheat in a video game to win? Yeah, If how does that not make you feel bad that you didn't do better than everybody else? Right. That makes me feel bad. I'd rather just be better. I mean... We try. <laughs> we we can never get good games like together. There'll be a game where he has eight kills and I have nothing, and then I'll have six or seven. And hey, do your part, dude. What are you doing? You know, 
it's it's like we can we we can never get one together. <laughs> it's like why does it work out this way? But it just sucks when you go through all of that stuff to make it that far, and then to lose because somebody's hacking. Yeah. You know, I hope I wish they'd get permanently banned the IP pan so they can't go from that position anymore. Whatever, but it's just it's really aggravating. So. Well, you ready to lock it down? We're yeah. almost at an hour thirty. Yeah, I'm sorry, I kind of got on my little high horse there too. You got okay. on yours, and I got I have, on mine. But it's, I keep a soapbox with me at all times, so I can jump onto it whenever I need. Well, this one, that one got me on mine. Because that was <laughs> that's aggravating. So, all right. Well, we will see you next week. And there is well, what is my normal line? I can't even remember now. We, we love, love you, and there's, there's nothing, nothing you can, can do, do about, about it. it.